0: Welcome to River Edge Podcasts. We hope this message inspires and encourages you today. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Saviour of the world. Jesus. King of the world. Jesus. King of glory. Jesus. Prince of peace. Jesus. Rock of ages. Rock. Solid foundation, buildable on. We build our life on you, Jesus. We take your teachings and we we plug them in. We plant them into our lives. Your teachings are good. Your word is good. Holy Spirit, come. Speak to us this morning. Thank you. Thank you for what you've already done thank you through our praises and our declarations this morning. You are at work. You are at work. So thank you for that. Thank you. Let's thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Like the Spirit moving over the waters, the Spirit is moving over our lives. Thank you, God. Thank you. You're faithful. You're healer. You're provider. You're my peace. You're my joy. Thank you, God. Thank you. You're my saviour. You're my saviour. My saviour. My saviour. You can grab your seats. My saviour. My saviour. I love that about Jesus. I love that we can look and see Jesus. Uh, look at the verses in the Old Testament and it's, Hey everyone, how you doing? I was only sitting in the front row. I didn't see everyone. Hey, hey how you doing? Get a ball out here. Thanks, Dad. Hey, why are they all balling in September and I'm in April? <laughs> it's because I'm special. It's because I'm special. Mum was right. I'm special. Yeah. I need more drink. We'll give you mm. You'll give me that. I'll take that. <laughs> That's no, I love. I love reading the Old Testament. Everyone was looking forward to Jesus, yeah. and now we. I mean, we. You can say we're looking back, but we're we're looking at Jesus. We're looking like he's in front of us for following. Him. We're looking forward to Jesus. I don't know why he's this way. <laughs> Sorry to all you guys who are in the past there. <laughs> all right, I got my bag here. I got my little bag of tricks. I've got my bag. David, David had his bag when he was a. Come on, Mister iPad. There we go. David had his bag when he was a, a shepherd. He had his um his shepherd's bag. It says. And he carried that onto the field with Goliath. He had his shepherd's bag. He carried that from the fields, you know, after he was uh, anointed as king of Israel when he was a kid, righto? That's great. I'm gonna be king. And he, he took his bag out into the fields with him, and he and he, he carried what he needed with him. You know, at his staff, at his sling, of course, because you know. Um, but in his bag, he had what he needed. And um, that's actually where he put his stones, the five stones to, to kill Goliath with as well. Did you know that? This is where he carried his stuff. And, it, and, and I reckon that while he was in the fields with, getting ahead of my story now. This is when he's in the fields of looking after, of Jesse, Jesse? when he's in the fields looking after the sheep, this is, this is, could have carried his loot as well, his loot, his lyre. I don't know. He's a bard. I don't know what he's doing. But no, he was so we, <laughs> where stuff he grabbed it and he, he put things in here that he needed, and he took them out when he needed them. So, let's start. We're going to talk about David and Goliath. I feel. I really feel. I really, really feel. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling. You want to know what I'm feeling? Does anybody want to know what I'm feeling? I'm feeling, like, oh, I'm feeling like there's some giants that are going to die. I'm feeling like there's some things that need to just know, just, just meet Jesus. And, and, and just a second, just a second, Mr. Loudmouth, come and meet my Jesus. He's over here, actually. Come over here. Drag him over here feel like there's some giants that are going to die because Goliath was a big mouth punk just blabbing away defying the armies of God defying God's people just shouting at them let's read about it so we're going to read about in 1 Samuel 17 you know I've I've read this verse a lot this chapter anyone else read about David and Goliath Anybody not know about David and Goliath? That's okay if you don't, because you're going to learn about it today. And it's okay if you have, because we're going to explore it today. We want to be an explorer. Anyone want to be a Bible explorer, a God explorer? Let's explore some of God today. So in in 1 Samuel 17, I'm going to read from the NIV, NIV. Now, the Philistines gathered their forces for war and assembled. There's a reason why I'm going through this is because there's some giants that are going to die. I, did I say I feel that? I, I really feel like it's time for some of these giants to die. It's time for them to face what it is they've been throwing back at us. It's time for them to understand, not for us to be fearful. So anyway, getting ahead of myself, but I'm so excited. So now the Philistines gathered their forces for war and assembled at Soho in Judah. They pitched their camps at a feast between Soho and Azashah. Saul and the Israelites assembled and camped. Now remember, Saul is the king at this time, but God has rejected him um, because he's taken his own path and he, he forgot what was important. Actually, he he one of the the, the main reason why he he does this sacrifice when he was meant to wait. He was commanded to wait for the prophet Samuel. But he went ahead and did it because, it, it, like, the people are worried. The people are going to go. They're going. He had fear of man. Going to see this come out in this one, right? So the Philistines, oh, yeah, they drew up their battle line to meet the Philistines. And the Philistines occupied one hill. And here we go. The Israelites on the other. I'm going to go with sides again. And there was a valley between them. I like that. Sometimes we need to separate ourselves from our problems, our, our issue don't need to identify as being that thing that that's me you know that that sickness is me no it's i'm getting i'm getting some value i'm getting some space between me and this issue this giant that's yelling at me i'm i'm making some space and a champion named goliath who was from gath came out of the philistine camp and his height was six cubits and a span i don't know Look it up. What cubits are? They can be this big. They can be that big. They're kind of t- about ten foot, ten feet. This is a tall drink of water. That guy, <laughs> and he had a bronze helmet on his head, and he wore a coat of scale mail of bronze, weighing five thousand shekels. And his on his legs were bronze greaves, and he greaves. Yeah, that's right. Okay, and in, and a bronze javelins were slung on his back. This this is looking like Troy, the guy out of Troy, like Achilles, right? Um, uh, slung on his back in a spear shaft was like a weaver's rob and it had an iron point which weighed 600 shekels. Man, this whoever's selling those shekels is getting a lot for him and his shield bearer went ahead of him. Now all his gear, I was because I liked it, like. what does that mean? It was like over 100 kilos worth of gear he was carrying there just in what they explained let alone what else he was wearing. Um, so a fair bit, this dude was big. He's not just a, you know how some people are tall but they're not necessarily like got, some constitution to them They might, like they're just tall like they're stretched out but this guy's like mm. I don't know what that means because I'm just short and I'm just me Stephen's taller than me my kids are going to be taller than me it's all right David it doesn't say David was really tall it just said he was handsome so that I'm grabbing <laughs> Goliath stood and shouted at the ranks of Israel why do you come out lining up for battle am I not a Philistine? I don't know why I'm American. <laughs> and are you not the servants of Saul? Stop that. Choose a man and have him come down to me. If he's able to fight and kill me, we will become his subjects. Let's have it out right now. Just me, mano, mano, let's go. But if I overcome him and kill him, you will become our subjects and you will serve us. And the Philistines said, this day, I defy the armies of Israel. Ooh. Give me a man and let us fight each other. To the death, by the way. On hearing the Philistines' words, the army of Israel shouted this together and ran and took this dude down. No, they didn't. Saul and all the Israelites were dismayed and terrified. Right, so they're just running. I'm putting emotion into this, because don't you think there's a little bit going on here? There's a lot going on here. I don't think they're laughing either. (laughs) Uh, They're freaking out. Freaking out. So the giant's MO, his modus operandi, let's have a look at giants in our lives, right? What's their, they look big. They're over 10 feet tall. They're big, big, muscly, Hairy, smelly, offensive, big guys just in your face, right? So they have big weapons. They're heavy-duty weapons. And they talk a big talk and they intimidate us. This dude is intimidation on a scale of out of this world. He's scaring a whole army, a whole army, because he's calling them individually, right? To them, they're not an army. To them, they're individual. Uh, I'm scared. I'm scared. The king's scared. If the king's scared, then I'm freaking out too because the king is... Okay. It affected all of God's peoples. The leadership were frozen with fear. All the warriors were frozen with fear. They were dismayed and afraid. What does it say? Verse 24. I wrote that out on there. Yeah, okay. So, oh, okay. So there's... I'm jumping ahead a bit, but in in verse 24, it says, when the Israelites saw the man, they fled from him in great fear. They were scaredy cats, scaredy cats. So let's look at verse 12, because we're going to read about David now. Now, remember, David had been anointed. In chapter 16, he's anointed as king by Samuel. Samuel does a bit of sneaky. He's like sneaky, sneaky. The Holy Spirit says, go and anoint him. He goes, I can't go there. Saul will kill me. Just go there. Take your bull with you. Just do something. Just, you know, mask it. We're going to do a sacrifice. Oh, that's a good idea. So he goes over there and he, and it says, I'm going to show you the man who I've chosen. And and when Saul is rejected, back a few more chapters, it says that um, the Lord has rejected you and he's chosen for himself a man who is after my own heart, who's, who has my heart, who who's is a man after my own heart. And this is David. So, so he goes through all the brothers. The brothers looking good, looking not so good, looking, yeah, no, we've run out. So Samuel's like, well, who who is this dude? Who who else have you got? And he says, David is in the the fields. So they bring him out and and God says, that's him. That's the one. This young kid. And so he anoints him with oil. Beauty. Goes and um, what happens next? That's right. Saul starts getting these bad thoughts. and, And it says that he has a bad spirit coming on him. And they say some guy says, Oh, I know this guy, the son of Jesse, who plays guitar really good. And um his last name is Potts. And uh, um <laughs> oh, I just lost my train of thought. That's what happens when you do jokes. Uh so anyway, and he then comes into the into the um like into the inner sanctum of the king, right? So he's actually in there with, with King Saul and he looks after him when when this when he has these bad episodes, David plays, and Saul's like, that's good. I feel better now. Um, but right at this moment, it says here that um, I'm giving you some backstory. Okay, so now David, the son of, the, of an Ephrathite named Jesse, who was from Bethlehem in Judah. Jesse had eight sons. Jesse? Eight sons. That's a lot of kids. That's double what I had. Woo! okay um, uh, and Saul. in Saul's time he was very old That's Jesse let's sketch on there were three three of the older sons w- went off with Saul to war uh, yep 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 uh, here we go so the end of 14 it says three older Saul sons followed Saul but David went back and forth from Saul to tend to his father's sheep at Bethlehem isn't that a funny contradiction uh, uh, contrast not contradiction so we're going from the the king's palace out into the fields looking after the shepherds and back to the king's palace and out there i wonder what was that david's choice was that obligation i think it might have been some obligation but i reckon that's some of where david is is getting you know that's where he remembers like god's god's there that's that's my place where i go and i know god's god's there you know i'll meet with god there out in the fields he's got his bag right he's got his shepherd's bag anyway move on Okay, so for 40 days the Philistine came forward every morning and every evening and took his stand. Oh man, does that? <laughs> so these guys were out there. I don't know what the normal program is for a, a traditional battle and this thing. I'm pretty sure it doesn't last 40 days. What are we doing here, King? Are we going to keep doing this? Every day they go the same thing. Not just once a day, twice a day. So in the morning, the dude to come out, do his flex, go and bench press for a while and then in the evening come and flex again and and the israelite the, the king ah, freaking out okay i just think that's funny so okay so now jesse said to his son david so take this ephah of roasted grain and these 10 loaves of bread for your brothers and hurry to the camp take along these 10 cheeses for the commanders of their unit oh, a bit of bribery going on there but that's okay see how your brothers are and bring back some assurance from them i'm a bit worried it's been 40 days these guys uh plus the travel there so like you know it's a while um so david goes there he left his things uh he went there left all the things that his dad gave with the keeper of supplies then he ran to the battle lines and asked his brothers how they were doing um as he was talking with him goliath the philistine champion of Gath, stepped out from his lines and shouted his usual defiance and david heard it hmm, there's a new set of ears on the field here. Someone else is hearing the shouts of the, of the giant. And I don't think he's, he's too happy with that. And they all fled from him in great fear. <laughs> so can you picture that? They're all like, yeah, yeah, David, David, how you doing, man? You got any of that cheese? Yeah, dad brought some of dad's cheeses. Yeah, who are these these Israelites? I am the Philistine. And they're all gone. David's like, what the... Runs off after him. What's happening? Um, okay, okay. I gotta tell. I gotta play out this scene in my head because it's, it's some funny parts to it. Okay, so uh, do you see this man? Some of the Israelites are saying, "Do you see this man who keeps calling out? He comes to defy Israel. The king will give great wealth to this man who kills him, and he'll have his daughter in marriage. And his family won't even have to pay any tax. No tax." cha So David starts asking, "What's going to be done?" Uh, for the man who kills this Philistine and removes this disgrace from Israel. He's talking differently to the rest of them. He's listening differently to the rest of them. Who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? This guy's got some gumption to him. He's got some stick. Let's go. He's not worried. Does he sound like he's worried? Who is going to do this? Surely there's someone here, because he's still young, right? Surely there is someone here who's going to stand up And fight this guy. There's got to be one of us here. All right. How far was I meant to go with that? Let's look at my notes. (laughs) Okay, that's good. We're getting somewhere with this. Because I feel like there's time for some giants to die. I feel like there is. They ran away. Everyone ran away. Ooh. Yeah. I like it how David starts asking what's going on. I like it how he's he's starting to challenge what is the current status quo. Cause I've been there for forty days. Why where what are we doing here? What is what is going on here? What what is happening? All right. So Ephesians, I'm gonna just skip over to Ephesians five. What was I doing there? So in Ephesians 5, um, there's some verses from 15 to 20. Um, Therefore, see that you walk carefully, living, this is from the Amplified, living life with honour, purpose and courage, shunning those who tolerate and enable evil, not as the unwise, but as the wise, sensible, intelligent, discerning people. Sounds a little bit like David at this moment, right? Making the most of your time on earth recognizing and taking advantage of each opportunity and using it with wisdom and diligence because the days are filled with evil. Therefore, do not be foolish and thoughtless. I tend to think, don't just run on emotions like the the people of Israel were. But understand and firmly grasp what the will of the Lord is. Oh, how good is that? We can actually do that, right? People, you can do that. You can grab a hold of what the will of God is for your life. Don't get drunk with wine, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. Let's be constantly drinking of the Holy Spirit. Let's keep drinking in the Holy Spirit, just like Jesus did. Speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Let's catch up together. Let's keep meeting together. Let's talk about what God's done together. Speaking in psalms and, harms and sims. So speaking about what God has done for me, what's God done for you? Come on, can we just talk about the good things of God and talk about the the junk? Let's share our problems. I'm not saying not do that, but let's also declare the goodness of God. Would you know what? God has done this and he's done that. And I, I love hearing that. I love hearing it. Making melody in your heart to the Lord and always giving thanks to the Father for all things. Yes. Okay. So I say that. Let's jump. Where was my next part? <laughs> I love jumping around these pages. Notes, notes. I'm not going to follow you. That's okay. So, for the rest of that verse, in, in going back to 1 Samuel 17, I want to. Oh, yeah, we've got stacks of time. <laughs> uh, Samuel. What are you saying to me, Samuel? Okay, there we go. Sorry, my apologies. I was, I was catching catching up with where I was reading from. So he people start hearing what David's talking about and they bring him to Saul. He was overheard. I tend to think his voice would have been fairly loud in the camp because everyone else is just quiet. They actually don't want to be picked by Saul. I'm pretty sure like, oh man, I don't want to be that guy. That dude is huge. Look at that that guy's like Will. I mean, come on, he must be a born of the fingerlocker line. I mean, um, so then he he brings David. They bring David to Saul. Now David, Saul knows David because he t- he's been in his life, right? So he says, "Let no one lose heart on account of this guy. Your servant will go and fight him." So he. He's just standing up. He didn't run. This is interesting, is it? He didn't run to, where, to that position, but he was brought to that position. Where God, God is working David through this whole situation. Can you see it? God is working him through the fields, working him through anointing. Oh, and by the way, it says after he was anointed, he was, he was filled with the Spirit of the Lord. Ooh, Spirit of the Lord. Back in the Old Testament, there was select people that were filled with the Spirit of the Lord. What happened after Jesus left the earth and the Holy Spirit came? Did, was it select people? I'll pour out my Spirit on you, me. So it doesn't matter if you end up getting called in a position where you feel like, I don't know if this is the right position for me to be in. If you are called into that position then you have the Spirit of God inside of you to handle that situation. Don't we? Let's get it. Come on. You are not able to go up against this Philistine and fight him. You're only a young man. This guy's been a warrior since his youth. But David said to Saul, your servant has been keeping his father's sheep. And when a lion or a bear came and carried off the sheep from the flock, I went after that guy and I smashed him. And I rescued that sheep from his mouth. And when it turned on me, I seized it by the hair and I struck it. And I took its coat and I put it on my ground, my floor in my room. <laughs> yeah. And the Lord rescued me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear. And he will rescue me from this giant. I have faced giants before in my life. Have you faced giants before in your life? time to remember him. don't forget it. it it was in your life for you to remember for the rest of your life so that you can see god will rescue me god will help me and if you haven't got that in your life just read about this this is a young boy killing what's probably not a lion and a bear it says when a lion or a bear came the dude probably had to handle heaps of these and he's like whatever like, I'm level 58. They're nothing. Um, so Saul says, go for it. But before you go, try here, take on my armor and my bronze helmet and, and all these things. So David fastened his sword over over the tunic and tried walking around because he was not used to them. He's like, I can't go in these. I'm not used to this. So he took them off. He took his staff in his hand. He took what he knew. All right, took his staff in his hand, and he takes his shepherd bag. What does he do there as well? He grabs, here we go, Mentos. Because I couldn't find any stones. Smooth stones. They're probably a bit bigger than this because I took down Goliath. Okay, so he took five smooth stones. He didn't eat them. No, don't eat them. Don't eat them. Later. Later. Um, so he took them in his shepherd's bag, and with his sling in his hand, he approached the Philistine. All right, big moment, big moment. This is the build-up. This is it. This is the face-off. This is the time. This is David and Goliath. This is it. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Good, good. What? Oh, I want to I go to the... No, let's go. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Okay, so... Why does my Bible keep going to the wrong part? Let's okay, okay, let's go and the Lord be with you. Yeah. He Says I can't go in these. Here we go, we're back up to it. Meanwhile, the Philistine with his shield bearer in front of him kept coming closer to David, and David looked over and saw that he was living sorry. He looked at David, and saw that he was only more than a, just a little more than a boy, glowing with health and handsome. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and he, dis- he despised him. He says, Wow. Oh am I a dog that you would come at me with sticks? He must have been bad, poorly sighted, because he's like, sticks? It's funny in my head. And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. All right, so by my power and by my authority, you are going to die. And the Philistine cursed him by his dogs. He said, by his dogs. It's it serious? No, no, it's a build-up. It's a build-up. Wait, wait, wait. Hey, stop. <laughs> he says, come here and I'll give your flesh to the birds and the wild animals. And Let's go. Let's do this. David said, wait, I've got a, some monologuing to do first. He said, come. You come against me. You come against me with the sword and the spear. So you come against me with your weapons, with, with your big talk and with, with your Everything you are, your big hairy body, right? You come against me, but I come against you. Oh, what do I come against you with? What have I got here in this bag here? What have I been spending time with? What have I been developing in my life? No, I, I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty and the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. You, you, you're telling me that I'm not what I am. You're telling me I'm weak and useless and puny. That's not the truth. Let me tell you who I am. I'm, I'm a servant of God. I am a servant of God. And you are defying God. This day, the Lord will deliver you into my hands. My hands. Sorry, guys. And I'll maybe die. No, my hands are sweaty. Um, all right. Deliver you into my hands and I will strike you down and cut off your head. So I'll take your authority. I'll take your authority. Your head. The top of you, where you, where everything rides. I'm taking it. That's it. Yeah, give me one. I will put it in my bag. I'll get more anyway. That's fine. Okay. Um. Mm, this very day, I give your carcass to the... Fill- of the- I give the carcasses of the Philistine army, not just you, but everyone, to the birds and the wild animals. Oh, I'm excited. Okay, And the whole world will know that there is a God. There is a God in Israel. Right now, the whole world will know there is a God in this world. There is a God... Who is bigger than what's being shouted at the moment? There is a God who is bigger than any any sickness. There is a God who is bigger than any mental illness going on. There is a God who is bigger than anything. Now, you'll know. So it's time for some giants to die. It's time for him to die. It's time. As the Philistine moved, clo- I've got to got to read this. Come on. As the Philistine moved closer to attacking, David ran quickly towards the battle line to meet him. No fear here. I'm running at this because this is all or nothing like either either God is going to bring me through or I'm going to die trying um, but he knows because God has just like this Philistine just like the lion and the bear this Philistine is going to be the same he's going to see the same end as those other things which have stood against me before he's going to witness very quickly and then he's gone so he then he um he grabs his sling he grabs his stone and without a sword in his hand hmm without a normal weapon without the weapons of this world without a without a typical mode of offence yeah. against a typical enemy he took out the stone flings it at this guy's head in the middle of his head uh, down <sighs> do you think there would be some silence <laughs> Boom. That dude's a champion. <laughs> what just happened? He's huge. He's like the crater. <laughs> and David, then, then it says, David ran and stood over him. All right, here's some authority. Right, let's, let's chuck that off. And he pulls out the guy's sword, which, by the way, would have been huge. Two hands. It says he then kills him. Yeah. Okay. I like that because he's not just knocked him down. You could think he's dead then. No, uh, kills him. Then hacks his head off. <laughs> Ugh, it's just so, Okay, it's it's a little it, I know, it's a bit bleak, it's a bit rough, but he needed to show that this guy is dead. Not just fell over, but he's dead kangaroo head. The guy is dead. Dead up here, dead down there. Dead through here, all the way. Dead, dead, dead. Picks up his head. It actually says that he took it back to to Jerusalem with him, just like, just carrying this mangly old head back there. And he took the guy's sword as well, by the way, taking this sword because it's neat. Um. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay, let's go. I'm, I'm excited about this because um, because we are, God is building. I say we are building, but I can sense God is building. God is building us and he is leading us, you, me, us together, in a wonderful journey like this. It's time for us to stand up. Oh, by the way, can I just say, we're all called to be like David. All of us. Because we all have the Spirit of God and we all get anointed. Oh, Wow, we are all called to be like David, but we're not always like David, are we? No, 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 come on, come on. Let's be serious here. Let's be real. Uh, Sometimes we find ourselves in a position like those the armies of God. Sometimes we're a little scared. And that's okay. That's okay. I noticed how David was called there. His father said go, but this is God sending him there. He brought provisions and he brought deliverance. Sometimes when we're facing a giant that has just been yelling at us for 40 days or 40 years or four days or our whole life, and it's saying, you can't change. You can't beat me you're not going to see this happen. No, it's not going to happen. And we start believing those thoughts and we start believing it and it becomes a fear or it becomes too big in our eyes. God will bring people into our lives and and as, as a church, that's us. That's us. Because some of us go like, what is this voice you're hearing? Who's telling you that? That's not true. You are going to be healed. Because I believe in God. I've seen what He's done. He's healed me. He's going to heal you. Let's, let's pray. L- let's talk about this. Let's, let's see God move. Let's call on God. Let's call on the Lord of heaven, the King of kings, the authority of all authorities. Let's take a moment right now and say, I think it's time for this giant to die. I think it's time for him to, to see his maker. I think it's time for that authority of him to be cut off. I'm not endorsing violence of people obviously I'm endorsing violence against the enemy the enemies of God the enemy of God's people God is growing this so so it's okay to come and say I had this thing and it's a giant it's a giant and I can't beat it it's okay to do that because we it might be me saying that to you Can, can I just say this is not I identify through all this scripture <laughs> i do because sometimes i'm scared sometimes i'm shouted down sometimes i'm beat down but i have you and you have me and when you're weak i'll be strong when i'm weak you'll be strong because the same god that's in us is greater than what's in the world greater than this giant greater greater So all giants have a weakness, and it's a life submitted to God. Sometimes all we feel is that we have, sometimes all we feel we have is weakness. Have you ever been like that? Where you just feel, no, nah, no, nah, I'm just beat, it, beat up. But a life submitted to God is protected, supplied, and victorious. No matter what happens. No matter whether you run into the battle and something happens you weren't expecting, or you run into the battle and you're victorious, or it may seem like you lost, no matter what happens, no matter what happens, victory is ours. Victory is yours. Victory. So it's time for some giants to die. It's time. It is time. In conclusion, Ephesians 6, In conclusion, be strong in the Lord. Draw your strength from Him and be empowered through your union with Him. Oh, a life submitted to Jesus, a life following Jesus and the power of his boundless might. Come on, come on, put on the full armour of God, not the armour that man gives you, not like Saul's trying to give David, but the full armour of God, one that you know and you can grab a hold of because his precepts are like splendid armour of a heavily guarded, heavily armed soldier so that we may be able to successfully Stand against all the schemes and strategies and the deceits of the enemy. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood. It is not contending only with physical opponents, but against the rulers, against the powers, and against the world forces of this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness and in the heavenly supernatural places. Therefore, put on the complete armor of God so that you will be able to successfully resist and stand your ground in the day of danger and having done everything to stand, to stand, to stand, to stand. The rock that David grabbed. (laughs) I like it. Jesus is the rock. Come and meet Jesus. Giant, come and meet my Jesus. Giant, come and meet my King come and meet the one who's going to save me through this because it wasn't David's stone it was God guiding him like a laser target it was God and it's God right now guiding you here with that giant on your back guiding you here do you want to see it gone do you want to see it dead because it will die have no doubt it will die its authority will be cut off and if you need help with that we're going to take a minute i know i'm going a little bit over time but in a moment we're going to stand and i want us if you need a giant killed in your life if you need something taken out because i've been in that spot can i please tell you that i've been in that spot don't feel like coming out is a weakness. It's not. We all have weaknesses. We all have weaknesses. But we want to be strong. Where we're strong, those strong will come and pray with you. And we will believe that that demon, that dead, that giant, what did I get you? Oh, good. Will die. He will die. It will die. That will go. Let's stand together. Father of heaven. Father, God, King, warrior who fights for us. Our victory in the day of problems and troubles, our victory, Jesus. We're calling on you, Jesus. You are our giant killer. You are. You are our power. You are our authority. You are. You are. So right now we're taking authority over giants. We're taking that authority back. If you feel you need prayer, come forward. Come forward right now come forward now it is time it is time father you are the king jesus you are the king we declare your right standing over this situation you are king you are god you are the one thank you father anyone else come on if, if you've got a giant in your life and you need to dealt with and you feel like it's still there come here come here now don't wait come here now it is time for us to pray. Father, thank you. Oh, Jesus, you said, My house will be a house of prayer. My house will be a house of seeking God, of seeking His face, and calling on His name of authority. This is a house of prayer. Thank you, Jesus. You bring victory right now. You bring victory for my brothers and sisters. I declare victory over what the enemy has been pushing into their lives, what the enemy has been pushing into their faces. And we take that authority, we cut it off because your authority is greater. Your authority is greater. Healing in Jesus' name. Does anybody need healing? Does anybody need healing? In Jesus' name. Come forward. Come on. Come on. In his presence, there's fullness of joy. Come down here. Not like his presence isn't anywhere, but it's here as well. Do you need healing? Let's pray. Let's pray. Thank you, Jesus. Our Father. Father, our Father. Our Father. Our provider. God, thank you that when we're weak, you are strong. You restore us to health. You restore our minds to health. Thank you, God, that through our lives we will have victory. Who wants victory? Who wants victory? I want victory. I want victory. Thanks for joining today. If you'd like to know more about service times or simply want to find out more about church, head to our website, riveredgechurch.com.au